0: great future we're talking real money
1: hello there welcome to the show i'm don that's tom we talk about money we talk about investing we talk about how you save it how you can spend it better how you can avoid being ripped off we talk about the people who help you with money the people who claim to help you with money and really don't the people who claim to help you with money and actually hurt you more than they help you and boy there are way too many of those drive us a little crazy and we're here for you to to chat with us at 855-935-TALK 855-935-8255 lines are open for you right this very minute and we talk about a little of everything we even talk about taxes sometimes Oh, no, please even though we're not tax experts we we do Hardly. we do know that uh, one thing we do know is that tax law is always changing
2: yeah and i I think the reason that we even bring this up as a topic is people have a tendency to believe that they should they should change what they're doing with their money based on what tax law
1: might be right well and and and, and with good reason right i mean there's some concerns i mean they're talking about maybe bringing the long-term capital gains rate for people in high incomes up to like almost 44 percent yeah, apparently that
2: is now off the table. I mean, this stuff all changes minute by minute, and who knows really what's going on in Washington. But the Wall Street Journal says today that that's probably gone, but they're probably looking at like 25% plus the 3.8 surcharge. So you'd still be looking at 28, right? Right, almost 30. And they may raise the personal rate all the way back up to 39.6, and they may raise the corporate tax rate to 26.5,
1: right? Right. Right you see yeah i mean all these that, things so that i i people worry when they hear stuff like that in the news well they try
2: to figure out how to game it how to in game other words it, yeah. okay yeah what am i what am i going to do this year with that coming first of all I, and, and try to be clear i we don't know no. i know they don't know i mean they being congress day to day what's you know this is you read you could read Ad nauseum about what might or might not happen,
1: both in terms of spending and in terms of taxation. They don't know. So it's kind of, it's a lot like what you're saying is it's kind of a, a it's a lot like what we went through recently with the Washington CARES thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Where everybody was looking care. for
1: a way to gain yeah, the system. A cheap one.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Which apparently the CARES website went down yesterday was the first day to apply for the, the, the exemption. Mm -hmm. and the website went
1: because everybody wanted to apply for the exemption
2: yeah trying to figure out how not to pay it but yeah so people were i think in that case really because it became political in some ways as well they truly were doing something that we ask people not to do and that is let the tax tail the expression tax tail wag the dog in other words you're making a plan based on the tail not on the body here and that's i think happened with that long-term care proposal i think it's happening today certainly with the potential changes in tax law and the taxes are the taxes are the taxes your asset allocation your plan your portfolio your ass your distribution of assets etc should be based on all the things we always talk about in the show how much money you're trying to make how much you're willing to risk the volatility and how soon you need the money the rest of it frankly is just unknown we do but, not you know, know what
1: the new year will bring we hear this in fact i think Wow, that is loud you got a big giant woodpecker out there yeah it's uh, yeah. about as tall as me if you can imagine uh, so. <laughs> i thought those were extinct uh yeah, well, those giant woodpeckers it distracted me so i forgot I, oh we we run into it all the time on the show where people call and go, "I am selling an investment property. How do I avoid paying capital gains?" It's it's as if the avoidance of capital gains is more important than the capital gain that you made. What is it about us that we go, oh, "I just made a lot of money and I don't I want to pay taxes on that?"
2: Yeah. And so they, they do, which is another one that's apparently on the table. The 1031 exchange. That may come off. Roth conversions may end. The backdoor Roth IRA may end. All these things may or nobody knows. But what we do know is that you should, as you say many times, Don, and you'd be correct to say it. You got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a plan and you come into money, then what do I do with that money? Well, what's your plan say you should do with it? That's the important thing. Not trying to game all of this. Depending on what may or may, may or may not happen, yeah. I, I guess lunch is over and now. He's got the biggest leaf blower. That would be the first thing, I guess. After Bitcoin, I would outlaw as president
1: would be. Oh yeah, leaf speaking blowers. of Bitcoin outlawing, it turns out that uh, was it the Treasury Secretary? No, I don't remember who it was or C- SEC. SEC, I think. Said that yeah, they, they weren't considering banning cryptocurrency, but it, it doesn't mean it's not still a stupid idea, like big giant gas-powered leaf blowers. They're not banned, but they're stupid ideas. Why do you need a giant gas-powered leaf blower anyway? They cost a lot of money. Save some money. Tom and
0: money Talk. are talking real money.
1: Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com,
0: V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi,
1: welcome to the airplane hangar. We they're revving up the engine of the light uh, plane out front. Yeah. Getting ready for the escape. Listen to that thing. That is really loud. We can hear it. Gotcha, and, you, it is. and you have a mic that is very particular about knocking out background noise. That's a good mic. You want me
2: to run out on the street do an interview? Say why yeah. do you have a yeah. blower no, the actually, size of Actually, actually have a really good how
1: big's the blower? It's it's like five
2: feet. I kid you not. Wait, is, this isn't the, a
1: backpack blower. This is he's, like I a I think
2: maybe it is. I haven't looked that closely.
1: Well yeah. here's an idea, Tom. Yeah. You know, there's a guy in the financial industry who is has a reputation that is incredible and you're you have one too. You do. <laughs> oh, I know where we're at. Yeah, you have a great <laughs> one. I would say, Tom, if you really want to take care of this neighbor, oh. I you go out there and you bill gross him. You just go, Bill Gross. This guy. Okay, you got to explain that now because people don't.
2: A few Bill, that even remember Bill Gross. Remember, Bill
1: Bill Gross ran the Pimco Total Return Fund, and he was the guy he who had was, a moniker. What was, was his moniker? I'm a big headed idiot. No, I, no, I Bond, King. Bond,
2: Bond King, Bond King. King. That yes, was, that the, was his, the God
1: of Bonds. Saying. Yes, exactly. the God of Bondage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Bill that may Bill, have been a better one. Yeah. Bill Bill was always arguing. You know, that I know more than the Federal Reserve and whatever the Federal yeah. Reserve doing is doing is wrong because I said it's wrong because I'm the God. Okay. Uh, he got fired by his company and all this stuff. Well, apparently Bill Gross hates his neighbor, hates his neighbor.
2: I think we can safely say that.
1: Yes. Yes. So for ages, he has gigantic, cause he's a billionaire. So he has mm-hmm. billionaire, big, Speakers, big billionaire speakers. I didn't know where you were going on that. Yeah. Big billionaire speakers sitting out in his yard. (laughs) Yeah. And he plays obnoxious music all the time, blasting at his neighbor's house. And here's the song. Here is a tale of our castaways. (laughs) They're here for a long, long time. (laughs) There's Gilligan, the skipper, to Mary Ann. Exactly. And so his, anyway, no, not... he was told by a judge to stop it. And... Stop it! I'm sorry. telling you to stop it now. Unless you're going to shout it out the window at your neighbor. If you're going, if you close. will, if you will open the window, and <laughs> I want you to open the window and, and... <laughs> yell, "You're mad as
2: hell," and I'm not going to take it anymore. I want you no, to sorry. sing
1: the Gilligan's Island song out the window, and then, then okay. <laughs> but but bill got he got an injunction against him and yep, he, not, he's he's in uh contempt of court now yeah yeah he he did because he won't turn down the
2: music because he's a billionaire and he's, he calls it the worst decision ever in the history of california courts he's or something. special and he's special bill we know he's wow special. yes he is but uh yeah so <laughs> i don't where how did we end up here because oh, your the neighbor blow. is blowing leaves yeah. during he's, our show i know it's I, I wish I could say something in defense, but it's time they're to move literally. the
1: studio, studio of uh, the studio, the studio down yeah. to the man cave. Yes, I could do that. Probably I, do it right now during the show. We should probably just go to the man cave. Go to All the right, man you, cave. You
2: go. You go. You got no eight blowhards in your background.
1: I don't have a man cave. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. We for some strange reason, and it's probably people's aversion to the uh, noise of a lawnmower or leaf blower. Uh, we have no calls, so give us a call at 855-935-TALK, and we'll just take one of the questions that somebody sent in to us, Tom, at TalkingRealMoney.com, okay? Yeah, please. Hi, guys. <laughs> Love your show. Uh huh. I haven't come across drawdown strategies in any of your podcasts. I'm 64, widowed, no kids, retired. I have a 70000 Pension I can live on, but I also have significant savings 1.4 million in 401k, 800 in a lawn blower, leaf blower, yeah, 450,000 in a Roth IRA, yep, 340,000 in another leaf blower, I mean, rollover IRA. And 3.1 million in brokerage accounts. You don't need to worry about drawdown strategy. Okay, what's the? I mean, the drawdown strategy is spend more money. And <laughs> wait, I'm, he's got more. I've been forecasting my annual income out for the next 25 years, and it looks like once I take Social Security and my RMD kicks in, my income will go way up. I mean, ridiculously way up. Any advice on a drawdown strategy to minimize RMDs and reduce the overall tax burden? Thanks. Okay. Well, one thing we didn't has he already uh, triggered the pension? Doesn't sound like it because he says he has a pension he can live on. Ah. So he's talking future tense. Yeah. So no. Yeah. So
2: I mean, this is a perfect time for Roth conversions. Then, moving money from
1: pre-tax, oh. the four hundred one k, the IRA, because oh, he has significant savings. He has three point one million in other brokerage accounts. Well,
2: that you don't have to spend. No. No. No.
1: But for taxes. No 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 okay but I'm just saying the if, if if the if the goal
2: is to try to not have to pay a ton in taxes after required minimum distributions kick in mm-hmm. at age six, uh, 72 mm-hmm. which by the way that's another thing under discussion in congress maybe pushing those out to 75 we'll see but um in the current tax law my suggestion would be especially if the pension is not kicked in mm-hmm. to figure out what kind of conversions he could do for money that has not been taxed to a Roth IRA that will never be taxed,
1: right? And to so pay the tax gradually yeah, over, over the, the years until he gets to seventy-two.
2: Well, so- no, do that. Well, but the pension again. Once you trigger that pension, then your income is going to go way up. Yeah, that's why I was asking.
1: Yeah, it so sounds like a bit he's of work planning. To be done. It sounds like he's planning on delaying Social Security. That's at least, what it sounds like, because he Oh says, yeah, it well looks that's like a no brainer. I take that so. Uh yeah, so over the next few years, he probably ought to start primarily with that 401k, where there's that 1.4 million, he yeah, start converting start that, that over to, to Roth IRAs. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Well, actually, the best strategy
2: sense. then would be to take the 1.4, move it to an IRA, then then transfer start that into a Roth, converting to a Roth. Yeah, not but slowly, all at not all at once.
1: Yep. Do some do some tax planning. Uh, yeah, yeah. That seems, seems like a reasonable way Yeah, I don't know.
2: It. I mean, the money, the post-tax money you have in brokerage, you never have to spend that, so there's no requirement there.
1: Is that blower so so powerful <laughs> that it could launch him into orbit? See,
2: the thing is, he blows the same part of the yard like nine times. Seriously. <laughs> could, anyway. I'd... How many leaves do you have there? <sighs> I have way more leaves, way bigger pile than he, he has a very few. I don't know. And let's not. Aren't well, your trees is, uh, all evergreens? No, they're not.
1: Oh. I have. What right. They believe they refer to as deciduous trees. I would trees get. I would. I would fall. eliminate the deciduouses. Just or the neighbor. Or the neighbor. Yeah. I think Gilligan's Island. Oh, <laughs> oh! Silence fell over the face of the earth. Yeah. For a moment, and then it went back up again.
2: The, the, oh, you're right. I, these should I, be. I, my friend. My friend, the realtor, said there's another way to yep. make the leaf blower go away. What do you do? <laughs> List your home for one percent full service oh good there you go (laughs) so i just have to move that's not a problem i can probably sell it by five o'clock and i gotta tell you thank you
1: we have a horrible problem with leaf blowers here in florida because everybody they mow their lawns you mow your lawn like every other day here because the grass grows like crazy and they're always blowing the stuff the 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 grass clippings hate them really do down the The horrible noise and things they really ought to be banned i'm gonna move somewhere very quiet Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. We've got lines open for you right now. We'll talk about anything that relates to money, trying to help you make more of it. Tom and
0: Don are talking real money.
1: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. are talking real money
1: i'd say tom tom go out go out go out after the show and mow your lawn but tom has a lawnmower that goes like this it doesn't make it doesn't make he's got a little electric one i know i'm not a do you have blower i'm not one of those do you have
2: have a blower (laughs) in (laughs) me and i rake my own leaves with my own arms wow Hmm. yeah try that one on wow okay
1: i pay people to do it 855-935-TALK give us a call work we really do want to talk about money and not lawn uh leaf blowers lawn please so let's go talk to jay jay you're up welcome to talking real money i usually just sweep my driveway i don't have a i don't have a blower thank you thank you jay good american My question isn't so much about money, but it's about uh, a title to a house. I've heard an advertiser talk about how the title of your house can be stolen. Have you ever heard of something like that?
2: There was just a piece in the journal a couple of days ago about this. Someone trying to steal it back. I think it was back in Massachusetts or mm-hmm. something. It's an odd, odd uh, a tale. I'm going to have to defer to Don on yeah, this because I really don't know how they go about it. it,
1: it, it, it there is such a thing, but it's pretty darned. Rare. It's it's what happens is that someone will go down to the county and file a fraudulent deed and, and then take out a new mortgage. And so it is a scam. It's not a scam that happens a lot. It's like identity theft. But you see, you're that's why you have title insurance. It protects you. <laughs> And, um, I, it's, I just don't see it happening there, I think there are a lot of people now trying to make money off of that. Of course, uh, because there's now this. maybe you title, can help me do it. I'll go this do it to title my title lock insurance, but it is, place. it is not the same serious threat that the, uh, that the, 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 uh, these ads say it is I, I would, would I go out and buy it? No. Uh, do I think it's necessary? No. Do I think identity theft is necessary? Identity theft insurance? No, I don't think any of those things are necessary. If you are paying attention to what's going on in your life, if you pay attention to your, 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 that you're making your mortgage payments and your bank hasn't suddenly kicked them back at you because you no longer own the property, I, I just don't see why you need it. Um, But there are people who will try to make money off of pretty much everything, so I would ignore them. Thanks for the call, Jay. We appreciate it. Uh, 855-935-TALKS, our number. Cindy, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Hi. um, Hi. I have a question. My husband and I kind of disagree. He does most of our financial and investing uh, portfolio. I'm going to be 65 in a couple months. And so is he, he's still working and he's still planning on working. I am not working currently and don't plan on working. We have about 1.3 million in our portfolio. Most, most of it is invested with Vanguard in IRAs and some is just invested in mutual funds that are not IRAs and we do not own a home. We
0: currently lease.
1: So he's saying we don't need the money. Um we should just wait as long as possible to take Social Security. What are your thoughts mm-hmm. on
2: that? You know, this is one of those cases we're going to have to say, honey, you're right. Ah,
1: okay. Because here's the no, deal.
2: I, I, I mean, I, I, at, okay. at at 65, you if you were to file today, you would not get your full benefit. Mm-hmm. And all the time you wait beyond your full retirement age, which probably 66 something, 66 Between years 66 and whatever, whatever month. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get an 8% a year raise plus some small amount of inflation. So I think he's correct, especially if you have a portfolio that can continue to
1: pay you. Mm-hmm. Right, to cover the expenses. So, the differences yeah, can case. be huge, uh, Cindy. It's huge. Let me just give you an example. I just went and looked yesterday at mine. I am 65 in a few months. If I took it right now at 65 in a few months, I would get a little over $2,000, 2300 I think it was. If I wait until I'm 70, I get $3,500. It's hugely different. So much more money. Um, and
2: it's hard to make that much guaranteed on your portfolio yeah. every year is another way to look and, at it.
1: And so. I also figure it's a great encouragement for me to live longer. Because I, I want this to pay off. So I'm not gonna die young if I can help it. Of course I don't get a say in it most of the time. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Give us a call. Eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five. We're talking real money. Tom and Don are talking. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Welcome back to the life and times of the Hatfields and the McCoys.
2: Oh, I knew that here was coming. On, here on
1: here, i talking real money. Yep, we got to, we got Ron Hatfield across the street, and Tommy McCoy on this side. They're both going at it. They really are. They got the they got the leaf blowers out, and they're making a big time of it. And uh, one of these days, we're gonna have to call out the feds to settle the feud. But for now, we're talking real money at 855-935 Talk. 855-935-8255. Was that I think it was
2: uh or we could just pull up Helen Reddy and I could play that. Wasn't that hers? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. No. Yeah,
1: no, okay. I I think the Gilligan's Island. Thing There's is an outdated where we go joke.
2: That's more outdated. That was like the sixties. At least Helen Reddy's song was the seventies for Nineteen. Seventies. I got
1: I got Hatfield and McCoy music. Yeah, that was good. Good gonna, work.
2: Ding, ding. Quick. Hey,
1: quick. hi everybody. Welcome back to our little get together. We call it a radio show. Some people later call it a podcast. We think it's a little bit of both. We we give you the best of both worlds. And we we have uh, about a half an hour left, a little less, a little less than a half an hour. And we've got these phone lines that are just like sitting there waiting for you. We've had so many people drop off today. It's, it's very unusual. I think you
2: could safely say that they were there, but then they weren't. blew it.
1: <laughs> Except, yeah, they blew it with gas, not electricity. Yeah. 855-935-8255 is our phone number, 855-935-8255. And we talk a lot, a lot, a lot about Social Security because it is the primary source of income in retirement for a lot of Americans, a lot of Americans. Probably yeah, too many, I, but a lot. Way. it for,
2: for two-thirds, I think it makes up like 80% of their income. It's some huge number. So filing properly at the right time, especially if you're in a, a relationship, if you're married, because you, if you don't want to mess this up, and it's a one-shot deal, right? I mean, you can go back, I think it's six months, and fix something, but generally you you file, and that is it once you've done that. So, I mean, back to Cindy's question. It's not a disaster to file at 65, as big a disaster as it would be at 62, because remember, at 62, you're filing, you know, eight years before, and you could wait, especially in this case, when you have the money to supply your income.
1: Yeah, but that's why I use my example, which was a 65 to 70 example, just that five year, a little less than five years. The difference is over a thousand dollars a month over a thousand dollars a month but you gotta live then 10 years to make it work i gotta live 10 years to make it work yep. so mm-hmm. i'm counting on my wife to keep me alive because she gets <laughs> yeah, both her benefit of- and mine and if she kills me off early then she only gets mine which would be the larger of the two the larger of the two that's correct she yeah. can't get both so that's another thing no. you, you no. can't have both uh which is
2: another thing people forget another reason that the larger o- earner generally should wait the longest the longest yes because the survivor would as don points out correctly would either have their own benefit or their spouse's benefit so, so yeah there's there's a lot of tricks to all this but you the the big picture is the husband in this case and perhaps only in this case is exactly right now they're using vanguard so that's good so he's doing something else
1: right well no they're they're doing a lot of things right uh, we also, in addition to taking your questions at, eight uh, five five nine three five talk we like to take them at TalkingRealMoney.com. couple of ways that you can do it there, though. There are two ways. You can type your question, which many of you do, or you can speak your question at TalkingRealMoney.com. So go either way. But here's another one that was typed up for us, Tom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this one says, I am looking to set up a 529 for a good friend and his wife's children they are five years old and younger what is the best Beth? what is the best, best method of yes. setting it up do i need the children's social security numbers uh do i have to set it up in the parent's name can i set it up in my name and transfer it finally where would be the best company slash bank to set it up with thank you for the continued youthful advice yeah, so you will be the owner
2: of the five twenty nine. Right. Now you could make your friend the owner, I guess. I I don't know if I recommend that because in this case you have control.
1: Well, but it wouldn't it also be if you made the friend the owner, wouldn't that be a gift to the friend who ends up then establishing I mean technically yeah, couldn't it, it gets be a tricky. gift?
2: Yeah. So the in this you would be the owner and then the children would be the beneficiaries. And, yes, I do believe you need Social Security numbers for you do. them to you, set that you up. Do. You do. Because they need to know who they are. Um, and then the money could be used for any school expense, by the way, now with the rule change a couple of years ago for uh, expenses prior to higher education. And uh, we, we would go to uh, – we probably go to Utah. Utah, 520, Utah 529. Which Great is
1: my529.com. My um, and let's see what else. Set it up. My name. Your, yeah. Uh, and you, you do have some semblance of control over what happens at the end, too. You can say it goes to this kid, doesn't go to this kid, that kind of thing, too. Uh, if a kid doesn't go to college, you can give it to somebody else. 855-935-TALKS, Don our number. Are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com, V E S T O R Y dot com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: And we'll be back in a minute. Uh Tom is out out shaking the tree uh, in the neighbor's yard to drop more leaves because we That'd be think
2: because the- he's around on the other side. That would be kind of comes <laughs> you, back. Wait, you what the, happened? You shake the
1: front. <laughs> What you oh, need to do no, idea. here? Here's no. an idea. Since you rake leaves, mm-hmm. this is really just great. rake this them in the no, over no, there. no. Yeah. Get up, get a couple Got of those it. big fifty five gallon bags. Mm-hmm. Fill yeah. them with your raked leaves, and then late at night, like no. tonight, you go over and dump all the leaves in his front yard. So that he,
2: <laughs> the problem with that is, as you know from late
1: at night, is is about eight thirty. Yeah, but in Seattle, it's middle. Of, it's like the middle of the night. It's dark <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> that's true. Hey. Yeah.
1: hey let uh, yeah, well, not eight eight five five. Really, you don't want to continue the feud. Mm. What's a good feud mm. without sniping both <laughs> ways? Eight five five. Get, f- let your children. That's what they did
2: to the Hatfields and McCoys, right? The yeah. kids get into it now. Yeah,
1: you sacrifice some kids. You can always make more. Ah. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number, or send your questions in at talkingrealmoney.com Just like Jack did in Ohio. Wow. Okay. H- Hello. I am trying to responsibly manage my four hundred one k. The only passive funds that I care to invest in would be the iShares, S&P, MDIX. I assume that. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to look that one up now. Uh, small cap, 2000. Oh, okay. So those are the symbols. S- iShares, yeah. S&P. Okay, those are the symbols. And international. I am 37 and allocating 60-20-20 with 60 in the S&P funds. Standard Poor's Funds other actively uh, oh this is in his 401 okay other funds available are You ready His his uh uh what's the comp- what are they called the people who run the 401k the 401k
2: the party administrator yeah, administrator
1: TPA yeah mm-hmm. they ha- they offer some actively managed funds A company yeah. called Noble Davis we would not do the actively managed some Blackrock funds at 1% well, sometimes they roll the administration cost into those, so then it's the whole thing is the 1%. So. iShares I MidCap. Yeah. The J.P. Morgan U.S. Equity Fund. No, no. That's going to uh, be expensive. Some other funds that are too expensive. Yeah. Vanguard mm. Total Bond Fund, good fund. Okay. Not for, yeah, that's not, fine. He says, good fund, not for me yet. Target. I thought you said he was 60 20 20 or something. He is 60, well, 60 in the S&P, 20 in the small cap and 20 in international. Yep. He's all ah, equity. Okay. He's he 100% equity. Okay. That's okay, 37, that's yeah. fine. Uh and then target date funds. He said the iShares funds are all class A. I think that means I'm paying a commission. No, we shouldn't be paying a commission in
2: a ERISA plan. That'd no, be a surprise. And, and
1: JUEAX, the JP Morgan is a front-loaded fund. So he's not paying that.
2: Okay, probably It'd be not. a surprise. They'd, they'd, it they'd possible, break, they,
1: they would. They'd reach breakpoints.
2: Yeah, It'd be unusual,
1: but uh, okay. should That'd I, be really the old days. Should I invest just enough to get the match and invest elsewhere, or is the thirty basis point expense of the funds not enough to deter me? My wife and I make approximately two hundred and ten thousand dollars. No Roth for us, and our taxes nope. should be lower in the future. We hope. Is there a benefit to opening a traditional IRA? Or am I close to losing any tax savings there? In my taxable account, I'm using uh, S&P World XUS ETF, uh, S&P, the Spider S&P 500, the Spider emerging markets, the Spider S&P 600 small cap value, and the Schwab International XUS small cap value. What do you think? They're pretty low cost. I hope this makes sense.
2: Okay, well, first, going back to the 401k, here's what I would do: keep it simple. I'd put a third in each one of those funds you mentioned, a third in the S and a third in the small, and a third in the international. Yeah, it's he's easy,
1: over, and he's overweighted to the
2: 500. Yeah, yeah. yeah then that's okay, but you're going to at least get some small exposure. The cost is relatively low. The only alternative there would be to do the target date funds, and as you may be aware, I know Don is, Vanguard recently lowered the cost of their target date funds yep, by like- a lot an eight basis point some yeah. ridiculously small Which, considering
1: number. how cheap they were yeah, it, it was yeah they were
2: already inexpensive but uh so that might be an alternative to look at in terms of the saving up to the match or putting all of it in the 401k that's a little dependent on your tax situation it sounds like you may be in a relatively high, bracket, a high bracket 24 at, at yeah i mean plus yeah so maybe the better play would be to still put everything you can in that 401k up to the I was 19, 19, five five. when you're, when you're a youngin', uh, (laughs) under the age of 50. Um, do that. And then, and then whatever's left, you could put into the post tax account. You went through, Don went through the funds in the post tax account kind of quickly. You know, I mean, what you're really. No, that, that's okay. okay. I mean, what you're trying to accomplish is something we talk about many times. Balance between the U.S. and international. Mm-hmm. Balance between large and small. And a significant amount of exposure to value stocks. What I didn't hear in those options you mentioned that he owns in the post-tax account was value. Value well, he stocks no, he have does, been he does have, important part.
1: He does have the, uh, the S&P or the Spider small cap value. And, How much? Uh, 20% and 10% in the Schwab International X U.S. small-cap value. I mean, due to the fact that you have no value, basically,
2: in your 401K, which right. is probably where you're saving most of your money. You should overweight I would probably. Yep, I would probably. And there's some very fine products now. You could own the AVUV, the uh, Avantis U.S. small-cap value. It's very inexpensive. It and has he a significant that tilt. can get
1: through Schwab. It sounds like he's a Schwab. Yep.
2: Yeah, you're not going to pay any trading fees on that. The taxes are great on it the way the the ETFs are handled. So I probably would in that post-tax money significantly overweight to small and to value and to do that both US and as best you can internationally. I think I think Avantis has a US or international small cap value exchange traded fund as well. Something like that. But you're doing, I mean, at 37, you're, you're saving, you're putting the money aside. That's terrific. You're right. Stay away from those awful, actively managed, expensive funds. And I pray, I really do that no one in your organization is paying a commission to buy a fund in a ERISA plan. It would shock me, but there again, I've, been I've seen before. it
1: happen. So, yeah. In just... smaller plans, I've seen it happen. Yeah. Well, it's uh, and the other thing this brings to mind, and, it, and it's so important for us to mention, is, how how important it is for you to consider. Tom alluded to it. Consider this as one portfolio. It's not your 401k or IRA or your taxable account. It's your portfolio. So the key is to balance between the various portions, the various accounts in your portfolio to make sure you have the proper overall balance for the portfolio. And as Tom mentioned, that means since you don't have value, in the 401k, yeah. then you overweight value outside of that. So try to build the right portfolio. You're doing a great job by the way of picking you've really created a pretty darn good portfolio outside of your 401k but but tweak it a little and improve that value exposure outside of the 401k.
2: And value stocks and people forget about them. I mean especially this last 10, 12 years when growth stocks, the more solid companies, right? have done better than value you really want to have that exposure to value the premium as they call it gets paid you know irregularly but when it does it is huge even i just again looked at the last year u.s small cap value up about 70 percent now since last october let, it's let phenomenal me, let so. me
1: that they don't actually pay out Anything. pardon me yep. i mean the increase in grow yeah just some people will say wait a minute they're paying something out irregularly no they don't pay anything <laughs> no, out there and they're not
2: paying out 70 percent. pretty sure of that you no. have to go you have to cash to argentina it. no you can't even get it from
1: argentina anymore sorry that doesn't work uh by the I'll way i
2: blame the blower today yeah, blame the, my problem. i blame
1: the blower for everything i do i'm blaming <laughs> the hatfields i'm on your side mccoy thank you yeah you're, you're right really this do. whole doggone feud We'll be back.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a vestry advisor at vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And
1: if you're looking for a little help from the McCoy family, well, you know, they're all hanging out down at Vestry. Hey, these folks at the McCoy family or in Vestry are happy to help you build a better portfolio and uh, answer some of them confusing questions that come up from time to time. It is way too easy, it's just darned easy, for you to set up an appointment and meet with one of them there friends the only fiduciary advisors for free for nothing with no obligation. None whatsoever. No high-pressure sales pitch, neither. That's them Hatfields to do that. Just go to Vestory.com. That is V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Vestory.com. Or you can call using that newfangled telephone. That's 800-386-3004. Go to Vestory.com because that's that web thing. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Yes, indeedy. Vestory.com
0: Talking Row Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestery, a fee registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit talkingroomoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?